The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'll burn out. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast. I'm your host, Kinsey Elizabeth. What's new? Um, today's episode is actually quite crazy, might I add. Um, I'm feeling a little bit more intelligent after just recording this for the past 45 minutes, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it, but we will get into that shortly. First, of course, we've got to do our little fun catch-up intro. First things first, I am just about finished with Midnight Sun, which is our I Love You So Much book club book pick for the month. There is definitely a better way that I could say that. I was thinking about this the other day and, you know, granted, I'm having major comparison issues and just like, you know, problems. 2020, what's new? Oh my gosh. Also, why do I keep saying what's new, guys? I'm seriously sorry. And I was just thinking the other day and I'm like, I'm just really not that great at hosting. Like, honestly I'm just gonna blame it on the zoom calls but um really working on it guys like I just don't know I think I've just regressed and I've only gotten worse but you actually no you don't let me know because I don't <laughs> you don't want to hear on the reviews because those are literally what I picture hell to be so anyways on to our catch-up yes yes um I am trying to not finish Midnight Sun because I don't want it to end it is the fifth book of the Twilight series and I thought it was the final even though I guess it would make sense for there to be another just because Midnight Sun is Edward's perspective of Twilight so if we're really lucky maybe Stephanie Myers will go through the entire series and do it from Edward's perspective I don't know guys anyways it is our book club pick for this month if you guys are not aware we have started a book club and it's very exciting um join the Facebook group we're talking about it in there and then I will do a monthly episode where I'm kind of recapping it. I'll do a solo. The first half of it will be something that everyone will like and then the second half will be my book club recap, okay? I am now officially a wannabe Reese Witherspoon and, and I always was, but what made me officially become one was starting a book club. I recently got my first plant for the house. I know you guys are probably incredibly... Um, unimpressed but I finally got a plan I finally got this new mirror that I've been waiting to come back in stock for months so you know you know me and my house it's just these are the things I care about I also finally got a treadmill for my den and this has really been a game changer it has made working out so much easier to actually have a treadmill in my house I just walk downstairs I go do my 12 3 30 little routine that I'm doing and I just I call it a day I will say this treadmill routine is so freaking hard guys so I believe Lauren Duraldo started the routine if she didn't create it she at least made it popular but it is a incline of 12 no wait, hold on so the routine is 12 through 30. It's an incline of 12, a speed of three for 30 minutes. And it's a lot harder than you think it is. Like yesterday was my third day of doing it. And I did it after eating Chick-fil-A for lunch. And uh, for the last five minutes, I like couldn't breathe. So, you know, we're just we're really working on our health over here. I started watching the Showtime um, docuseries, I want to say, called Outcry. If you guys haven't seen it, it's crazy. So Essentially, um, it's a story of someone who was wrongly accused of child um, like sexual assault, which is so disturbing and awful. And obviously, it's not about um, saying that the victim was wrong or lied or anything like that, like at all. It's the victim, of course, 100 percent is correct and was unfortunately abused. But 
they got the wrong guy. And it's just so interesting to watch this. And it's, it's so sad as well because the guy who um, was actually guilty obviously is not in jail while this innocent man is sitting in jail for a few years. And he then goes on to um, just kind of like obviously continue to do bad things. So the show follows Greg Kelly and then he ends up marrying Gabri, who's in the show. And I'm actually recording with them um, today, actually, as this episode goes up. And then their episode should be up shortly on the podcast with me. I'm really excited to talk to them because I think that they had such a positive um, kind of outlook on something really horrible that has happened. And, you know, he I mean, we'll get into it in their own episode, but so much happens. He had so much going for him and it was all just kind of, you know, taken away from him. And um, that's obviously, I think, probably the worst crime you could ever commit. And obviously that is completely heartbreaking. We're going to be talking about that. Um in an upcoming episode when I have them on. I also really want to highlight because I just I can't even mention this without saying this, that there are so many black Americans that are sitting in jail right now for things that they either didn't do or they did, but do not deserve the jail time sentence that they've been given. Like, so in the next episode, I will have some more kind of resources and petitions and things that we can sign for that as well. But on to um, happier news, guys. So sorry. I feel like that really took a negative turn, but I just wanted to shout out the show because I really liked it. I love docuseries things. And um, yeah, anyways, Morgan Stewart is pregnant. I am over the moon excited for her. So if you guys are not aware of who Morgan Stewart is, you're obviously living under a rock. She's only the greatest person to probably ever walk this earth. Um, I love her. I first started following along with Morgan Stewart when she was on Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. Love that show, honestly, because of Morgan. And I just think that Morgan is the funniest person to ever walk this earth. So she recently got back together with Jordan McGraw, who is actually Dr. Phil's son. They actually just got engaged. Dr. Phil bought them a $10 million mansion in Beverly Hills, just casual things. And then she announced the other day on Instagram that she's pregnant with a baby girl. And it's so freaking cute. And Morgan Stewart deserves a daughter. And Morgan Stewart deserves this for the recent divorce that she had to go through. Like, I am just so happy for her. So cheers for Morgan Stewart. We love her here. We're very happy for her. And I just wanted to shed some light on this really positive thing that's happening in 2020. Last thing, um, actually today on The Living Room, if you guys are not aware, it's like my faith content subscription service. So I do like videos on there, devotions, um, lots of thoughts, Q and A's. Um, and then also like podcast styled episodes. It's not a podcast, but I will upload like podcast styled episodes on there. You guys can check it out if you guys are into any of my like faith stuff at all. Um, and Q and I actually uploaded a podcast episode finally to the living room and we are very open. I feel a lot more comfortable in there because it's behind a paywall. Also, I'm really open regardless. So you can only imagine how open I am over there, but Anyways, if you guys are interested in that, definitely check it out. I will be doing a vlog week, I believe, next week on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Kenzie Elizabeth. So if you guys want daily video content, go subscribe to that channel and you guys will be able to follow me along for the week. I promise I'll make them entertaining. If you guys have not already joined the newsletter, you guys need to. It's always in the show notes down below. I'm sharing my favorite reads, listens, um, podcasts, favorite follows, lessons learned, all of that weekly. I promise if you guys like the podcast, you will like the newsletter.
So with all that being said, we are going to get started with the episode. So I'm really excited. We have Dr. Madahi, who is the CEO of Lumino, as well as Caroline Dugan, who is the chief brand officer at Lumino. Okay, so Dr. Madahi is a leading Beverly Hills dentist and best-selling author of his latest book, The Toxic Overload, The Truth About Your Body's Natural Defenses and How to Experience Whole Body Health. Released at a time when maintaining the body's overall well-being is top priority, the toxic overload uncovers the half-truths plaguing modern-day medicine and sheds light on the microbiome's role in whole body health. We talk a lot about whole body health and how your microbiomes are actually affecting other things such as mood and symptoms of depression, which I just, I mean, anything involving mental health, I want to know. I want to, I just want to be the best that I can possibly be. So this was so interesting. And then Caroline Dugan is the chief brand officer of Lumino Oral Essentials and has been with the company since day one, guiding the growth and popularity of the brand from a small Amazon focused mouthwash company to a national player available at major retailers across the country and as the number one natural oral care company on the market. Her expertise in social media and influencer marketing and branding has put Lumino front and center in the future of the oral care category, boosting growth through grassroots campaigns and a unique tone of voice that speaks directly to millennial women. With a background in PR and copywriting, Caroline was the perfect person to steer the Lumino brand name into the public view while maintaining fresh branding and unique marketing efforts unlike other brands in the space. This episode is so interesting because we hear the science behind this company. We hear how this is really affecting so much of our whole body, like overall health. And then we also get to hear a little bit about the marketing and how they've been able to grow the company. So kind of health mixed with business, which are like my two favorite things. So really hope you guys enjoy this. I will have all of the Lumino stuff, like the information and stuff down below. I really feel like all of you guys are going to want to go buy some immediately after you listen to this podcast, because it's like mind blowing what you learn. It's unreal. Okay, guys. So let's get started with the episode. How are you doing today? Very well. How are you? Good. Do you guys just want to um, do a quick little introduction to yourself? I'm going to intro you um, by myself in the intro, but just kind of introduce yourselves. Yes. Hi, my name is Dr. Kurosh Madahi. I've been a dentist in the Beverly Hills area for the past 33 years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Oral Essentials Lumino or Non-Toxic Oral Care. And I am Caroline Dugan. I'm the Chief Brand Officer of Lumino Oral Essentials. Um, have a background in copywriting, and I've been working with Dr. Madahi for almost a decade. Incredible. How did you guys meet originally? Well, I actually started working in Dr. Madahi's dental practice. Um, I was doing some copywriting for him, um, working with his uh, PR firm, and kind of working with him in that capacity. Um, and while I was doing that, he was mixing together ingredients like in his, I didn't know what he was doing. I was like, what are you doing? And he kept making, mixing together all these like aloe and all this essential oils and things that he was mixing in his office. And he kept like coming over and being like, try this really fast. And I'd be like, okay. It was like a mouthwash type thing. And I'd swish it around and be like, oh, that was nice. Or I'd be like, oh, that was weird. And he was like, okay. Until he got to this point where he was like, this is really good. And I was like, yeah, it's really good. And then he was like, okay, let's, let's make it into a company. And I was like, how? And he was like, I don't know. You figure it out. So <laughs> it was, it kind of started like that. And that's how Luno began was just the two of us hacking away at it on Amazon. That's right. That's incredible. So how long has it been a company? So we started in October of 2014. So um, about six years yeah, I mean, the original idea was, how can I help my patients? Um, 
the products I was using on the patients in terms of their bleeding gums, in terms of their dry mouth, any of these things didn't really appear to be very effective. So um, the first goal was to help my patients with their bleeding gums. I was trying to come up with a mouthwash. I had used all of the major brands and also all the natural products. So I started mixing all ingredients that are really good for oral health. And I started to bottle it and give it to my patients. And then when I saw it working, it was so amazing. We started with one mouthwash on Amazon in January of 2015. Okay, I want to pause because I actually want to talk about the one product on Amazon. Um, But first, we're going to go into Hot Seat. So what is the best purchase you guys have made under $100 in the past six months? I'm going to go first. I think it's going to be a very unusual answer. I bought a micro mesh uh, shirts from Uniqlo. It's so light and I love wearing it during the weekends. That's that's what I would go with. Ah, cool. <laughs> well, I would say mine, I just, so I, I live a lot of my, I spend a lot of my time in the high desert of California where I have property. And so the sun out there is like really, really intense. And I'm always looking for a good SPF that I feel like is non-toxic and also not going to make my skin feel like chalky or weird. Some of the more natural ones are really chalky, I feel like, and um, drying. And I, so I, I finally had gotten sort of like 1 million ads and I finally pulled the trigger on trying super goop. And I am totally obsessed with it now. I like, yes. I like put it all over my, that like stick one. I put it all over myself. I just think it's been, it feels really good. And it's, I, it's to me, it's the best SPF that I found for my face. Um, and I just bought the body one too. So I'm really into super goop right now. As soon as you said sunscreen, I was hoping you were going to say super goop. My <laughs> all time favorite product, like best product of 2020 that I have found like skincare wise Super Goop, their glow screen. It is my favorite thing. I'm wearing it right now. I throw it on every single morning. Yeah, it's the best thing ever. I've talked about it on the podcast too. But oh my gosh, I literally like, that is my holy grail, like best skincare. Okay. Super Goop at us, big fans. No, so good. We love Super Goop here. Um, Okay, so going back to starting on Amazon, you have one product out on Amazon. How, How did you kind of generate sales? Were you like sending it and gifting it? to clients that you already had? Were you just kind of, was it word of mouth? Like what really helped you the most? I think um, what helped me the most is that uh, all the patients that came into my office, 30% of my patients are actually do not live in Los Angeles. And I always told them about the product. And I also told them that the way that they can get it and go on a recurring purchase, like a subscription was on Amazon. So it started as my own patients and then my patients telling their families and then me sharing it with other dentists and then their patients buying it on Amazon is how it all started. And then from Amazon to becoming a national player, like what I'm sure that's such a heavy, like a loaded question. Um, But what changes did you make in order to grow the company? Yeah. So we went from one, only one mouthwash to having multiple different mouthwashes. So we've got the Clean and Fresh, which is also the microbiome safe and microbiome kit, to our whitening products, the whitening mouthwash, toothpaste, and whitening strips, and to the sensitivity toothpaste, sensitivity mouthwash, and the dry mouth mouthwash. So number of SKUs that started to expand, 
but they, our biggest selling product is our widening products, especially our widening strip, is what put us on a national level, uh, you know, next to Crest in terms of widening and in terms of the strips. We were really able to grow, I think, um, to to really, it was a grassroots effort for sure. I mean, we, we've always been a very personal product. Like we, we can, our consumers, the way we engage with our consumers is on a very personal level. And so we've done a lot of work in the social media space to, um, you know, work with influencers and regular people to, uh, really get the name out there. And I think that that's been the secret of our success in terms of, you know, number of people who know about this brand versus, you know, doing big billboards or doing these sort of big company things that, yeah, commercials, all the, all the ways that you would normally see the big three, um, get to people. We kind of super like kind of went around all of that stuff and, and, and utilize people on a a more personal level. So when you say just you were working with normal people as well. Do you mean that um, they're like posting in exchange or they're posting stories and you were sharing them? Like, what do you mean? Well, we have like really robust and we always have spent a lot of time and energy on our customer service. And so we really found that when we were engaging with our customers and really working with customers and um, we would, we would get a lot of posts out of people. Like people just became really passionate about the brand. So I think that one of the most striking things for me in the marketing world is how we've been able to get so many organic posts just based on the efficacy of our product and our customer service and how we engage with our consumers. So we've really gotten this grassroots um, marketing thing down in terms of oral care. I think we're the only oral care company that I've seen that has as many people posting every day on, you know, Instagram about their toothpaste. It it just, it, it it wasn't anything that we could have dreamed would happen, but it has. And I think that's really um, says a lot about how we're disrupting the industry and um, changing the game in terms of how much you care about your, the products that you use, not just on your skin at like super goop, but also like what you're putting in your mouth. That's really great. I think also a smile is such a it's such a confidence booster when you feel confident with your smile. That's something like that's your face as well. So I that totally makes sense as well on top of like their passion already. So when you're growing a social media platform, I was looking at the Instagram a few days ago and I've noticed that you guys will post like kind of unrelated photos. I've always wondered, do you feel that that has really helped as far as growth or is that just something fun? I feel like we post things that, you know, inspire us. Um, you know, we're, we're obviously a cruelty free company. We're vegan certified. Um, so yeah, we post a lot of like things that are engaging and fun, um, and get a conversation going with our consumers. Um, and we definitely post a lot of things that inspire us day to day. So, um, you know, whether it's a beautiful outdoor place, cause we're, very environmentally friendly company, just in terms of our, of the product itself. Um, Dr. Madahi is probably going to talk a lot about how our products don't harm your microbiomes in your body, in your body and on your body. But we also in the same, in the same token, the, the product doesn't hurt the environment the same way that other antibacterial products do. So we, we really are into like outdoorsy stuff, animals and inspiring things and we love all of that stuff. So we tie it in a lot with our brand. Right. 
I loved that. Let's get into the microbiome. I am so interested. I have a lot of questions, but I'm mostly interested in it affecting our moods and symptoms of depression. I talk a lot about like mental health as well on the podcast. Um, but yeah, explain, share any knowledge. I just, I want to hear everything. I'm so interested. Okay. So first of all, I want to give a definition of what a microbiome is. This is just the collection of microorganisms, mainly bacteria that lives on or in our body. So what is it and what is its function? So I think one of the things that people forget is we're actually made out of bacteria. There's 100 trillion bacteria to 10 trillion human cells. So we are more made out of bacteria than human cells, number one. Number two, the primary uh, function of the microbiome is um, in terms of digestion that we know, but primary thing is how to defend us against disease and infection. So it's the first line of defense on our body or in our body. So when we're talking about our skin, we have pores on our skin. And how we know that we have these pores is when we sweat, the sweat comes out of the pores. So there is a way from the outside environment that things can get in through our skin into our body. So why don't we get more skin infections or other problems is mainly because we are coated with this microbiome on our skin. Um, there's so much pollution in the air and all sorts of bacteria and viruses also in the air. Why don't we get eye infections is mainly because of the coating of the microbiome in our eyes. Same thing with our ears. We don't get ear infection as much because of the microbiome. In our nose, the same way. And then in our gut, we very much know about the gut and birth canal and also in our mouth. So a lot of the actually infectious diseases come through either our nose or our mouth, mainly our mouth. And the way that we don't become infected by these things is the microbiome that is protecting us. A lot of people think of being healthy because of their immune system, but immune system is a secondary mechanism. You have to have some sort of an inflammation or infection in your body before your immune system comes to help you. But microbiome is the one that's stopping it at the beginning of it. And how it does that is because your mouth is uh, coated with the healthy bacteria, um, what happens is that as these viruses and um, harmful bacteria come in, there's no space for them to actually attach and grow. So just the space factor is a key part of the way that they defend us. Then the second thing is that part of the microbiome has also some unhealthy bacteria with their very low, low levels. And those low levels of unhealthy bacteria also work with our immune system to produce antibodies to make sure that we can protect ourselves against these types of things before they grow to be too much. So that's the basics of this microbiome. Now, we are talking about mood. We're talking about then the different functions of the microbiome. So primary function was to help us protect us against infection and disease. Secondary functions, they produce vitamins such as vitamin K. The reason why we don't bleed to death is because of the vitamin K, which is a coagulation type of a, uh, uh, vitamin. They also help stimulate and produce 
dopamine and serotonin in the brain, which is from the gut microbiome. And serotonin and dopamine are the two key mood neurotransmitters that helps us be more balanced. And when there is reduction in dopamine is where we feel more depressed. And when there is levels of dopamine has increased is where we feel happier. Uh, and then there's other uh, key vitamins such as biotin, which is for your skin and your hair, is all being regulated. And then your digestion is fully being di- regulated by the microbiome in your gut. So these are the different functions. And this is what microbiome is and what it does. What are some things that we can do to protect ourselves? Yeah. So let's now talk about what do we do on a day-to-day that is destroying our microbiome, and then we'll get into what we shouldn't do. (laughs) Because uh, the things we do is number one, um, the microbiome on our hands and our skin is being destroyed by the hand sanitizers, the wipes, and also any antibacterial soaps and body washes. So anything that's antibacterial that are you touching, it destroys the microbiome on your skin. So what I would normally recommend at home is wash your hand with soap water, rather than the hand sanitizers. Don't constantly use hand sanitizers. The main use of hand sanitizers in a dental office, medical office, and in hospitals, and in where there are certain uh, occasions where you don't have access to soap and water, hand sanitizers would come come in handy. Otherwise, the use of it is destroying the microbiome. Then we're talking about cleaning products at home. all sorts of the cleaning products that you use on your counters, on your floors, has antimicrobial type of ingredients. Not using these types of products will have, go a long way in also protecting the microbiome. Then we go into the soap, dishwasher deter- detergents, washing machine detergents, has antimicrobial products that also destroys the microbiome. Again, finding products around around you at your home that doesn't destroy the uh, bacteria and microbiome would go a long way. Then we get into oral care products we use. All of the mouthwashes, or 95% of them have alcohol, which kills all of the bacteria, even though 98% of the bacteria in your mouth are healthy, protective bacteria, are being destroyed on a daily basis with antiseptic mouthwash and toothpastes. So using microbiome-safe oral care products is a key, and unfortunately, the only one right now out there is Lumina Oral Essentials, is the only certified non-toxic oral care product, and which is also microbiome safe. We, our technology, our research, which is 51 clinical studies, goes about not killing bacteria, but neutralizing the toxins of the bacteria. And then we go into more of the diet. So when you eat non-organic food, vegetables and fruits, um, pesticides are antimicrobial type of ingredients that are on the surface of these vegetables and also on the fruits. They tend to destroy your microbiome in your mouth and in your gut. So using more organic fruit and vegetables and buying them would go a long way. And then 98% of the red meat that we eat is also has antibiotic or hormones in it. So using grass-fed, non-antibiotic chicken and beef goes a long way in terms of not destroying the microbiome. And then lifestyle, which is smoking and drinking, vaping, all of that destroys the microbiome 
both in the mouth and also um, in the gut as well. And then we go into uh, medications. So there are a lot of medication that cause dry mouth. And what it does is that that dry mouth destroys the bacteria in your mouth and also decreases the saliva, which poses and exposes us to much more cavity-causing bacteria in our mouth. So we have to be very careful with the medications we're taking and knowing which ones cause dry mouth. And as a result, uh, using products that increases the saliva rather than just drinking water. I cannot believe that this is the first company that's doing this for like oral hygiene. That's actually crazy to me. And also the first time I'm hearing about this, I think obviously we know we're supposed to use like um, maybe cleaner products and things like that. And that can kind of sound um, a little bit overwhelming or like daunting and people have like a certain idea of what that might be. So when you guys are starting this entire company and telling people like, this is what you need to be doing. This is what you need to hear. Were people just like, I've never heard this before or were they like, okay, I really need something new because I know this is affecting me. Yeah, I think this is a good question for Caroline because <laughs> me as a dentist, I'm talking to my patients and explaining it is one thing, but people that are not at all exposed to this research and these type of scientific ideas, their viewpoint, I think is what makes it a lot more amazing. Yeah, I I think that we have definitely been fascinated by the mindset. Most people just, most people, when you ask them, you you could talk to somebody who is all about organic food and all about their skincare regimen and, and, and really takes care of themselves. And then when you ask them, and this has happened to me. So when you ask them, what oral care products do you use? They either don't know they're like, I don't know. They actually have no idea what oral care products they're using or they're using a product that is an antibacterial antiseptic product and they have been for years. And it's just not something they've ever thought about before. And that is a really interesting, it's like we're last to the game. It's like the oral care section is last to the game in terms of these conversations of not just do no harm, so more natural products, but also having efficacy as well. So that that nexus of science plus natural it's it's hit almost every other market but ours we're like last here so i think um yeah you are not the only one who feels like you've never had this conversation around oral care products before because no one's had this conversation around oral care products before the the conversation has been solely focused around kill 99.9% of bacteria kill them all like we're just we just want to go in and just wipe out as much as we can um, without thinking about the collateral damage that that kind of product is going to do in your mouth. I mean, when you think about it, most people think, okay, I'm going to use mouthwash. I'm going to rinse with mouthwash and then I'm going to spit it out into the sink and then it's done, right? I'm just done with it. What they don't realize and what one of our studies that was really exciting showed is that that product that you're rinsing in your mouth and spitting out, it doesn't just go into the sink and disappear, it's already in your blood system now. I mean, how many seconds was it? Uh, it, Within 30 seconds, the dye of uh, all of these mouthwashes that have dyes in it get into your blood system and the alcohol, again, within 60 seconds is already in your blood system. So it's not something you just rinse and spit and you're done. It's in your body now. So I think it's really important for consumers and the conversation we've been having that has been quite a light bulb conversation for most people has been 
your body is connected. Everything in your body, your mouth is connected to your gut, your skin is connected. Everything is connected. And when we do something in one part of our body, it affects our entire body. And I, so we have to start thinking about our body connectivity. It is really, really important. And I think it's becoming more and more popular to think about your body that way, which is only going to be good for us as humans in the future. No, that makes total complete sense. And especially like starting to care more about like what, not only what you're eating, but what you're putting on your body. It's crazy. Cause it's like, that isn't even something I thought about. And that's like, I'm literally putting that in my mouth. Like that is not good <laughs> at all. Oh my gosh. Um, I want to talk as well about experiencing whole body health. Um, I love all of this, like any tips, even like on top of that, if you have any like random specific tangents, like please would love to hear. Sure. So um, first of all, I want to talk briefly um, in terms of the mouth body connection, right? So when you have gum disease, that means it starts with just inflammation, bleeding gums. And if you ignore it, what it will do is that the bacteria and the plaque and the tartar build up, produce um, toxins which are acidic and melt away the bone and the gum. You will have, you will end up with a chronic inflammation infection in your mouth. It's chronic. And how that chronic infection and inflammation goes through your whole body is very simple because anytime you have a bleeding gum, all of that infection and the type of harmful bacteria that are there can get into your blood system, go to your heart and your other organs as well. So with your mouth, you have a very easy um, sort of a, a system that is enters your body. Through your mouth, you can get into your gut. Through your mouth, you can get into the blood system. Through your mouth, you also can have impact into the blood-brain barrier through your uh, brain as well. So it's very key to try to look at what's going on in the mouth and what's the impact in the overall health. So there's multiple studies that have shown correlation between gum disease and heart disease, lung cancer, colorectal cancer, to er um, early birth pregnancies, premature babies, to Alzheimer's and diabetes. So there's, there's a whole wide variety of body disease that starts somehow in the mouth because of what's going on in the mouth. So oral health would become the key building block in terms of what you have to work on next in terms of the oral, overall whole body health. And in some of the types of the research studies that we have done, a lot of them are independent university studies. We looked at the inflammation that goes on in the, in the mouth. And within that inflammation, there's inflammatory markers. And, and we saw that some of these inflammatory markers is exactly what people have with asthma, when they have asthma. They have the similar uh, inflammatory markers. We saw similar inflammatory markers in their heart as they had in the mouth. And we were able to show how we were able to reduce inflammation in these inflammatory markers through the use of our mouthwash and our toothpaste. And these are the kind of concepts that we want to talk about from a whole body viewpoint rather than just um, oral health because it overall impacts everything else. 
And that is why we're talking about a regiment that there, it has mouthwash, toothpaste. We also worked on a toothbrush that is from castor oil because there's so much gum recession just due to the way you brush your teeth or the uh, toothbrush you use. So spent two and a half years working on this particular bristles that is bendable, yet it cleans properly. So there's a lot of things that we've done from the viewpoint of what would be best for our patients, for the for consumers, not from so much we want to make a lot of money, is what is good for them? What do they really need? What would I want in my own body? And that's why we use the essential oils instead of extracts. We use dead sea salt, which is the most mineral-rich salt in the world, as compared to table salt, which has 2% mineral, and the sea salt has 20% mineral. Himalayan salt has 40% mineral, yet dead sea salt has 86% mineral, and the building block of your teeth are, is minerals. So we've, we've used all of this, and then in terms of people wanting whiter teeth, instead of using hydrogen peroxide that causes sensitivity and causes enamel breakdown and gum irritation, we are using coconut oil, sage oil, and lemon peel oil, and we've shown similar whitening as hydrogen peroxide with our university studies as well. And then for people that have sensitive teeth, that use of greater percentage of the dead sea salt with the mineral to create a coating on the surface of the tooth to reduce sensitivity. And for those people who are suffering from dry mouth, using grapeseed oil, coconut oil, and cayenne pepper oil to increase saliva instead of use of chemicals to do all of these things. So these are the ways we are trying to impact the whole health by creating a much more favorable oral health, but also protecting the microbiome and enhancing it by only neutralizing toxin instead of killing bacteria. Are there certain products in your house or products that you use outside of oral care that you think are extremely important that since it all kind of connects that you have found that are actually helpful or do you feel like we still have a really long way to go? No, I, I think um, we, I, in, with the book that we put out, um, Caroline helped me write it. Um, the name of the book is The Toxic Overload. And in this particular book, we talked about a lot of products that you're using on a daily basis at home, from cleaning products to baby products and everything else that, that are out there today that you can use as clean products that also protects this microbiome. So I, I will let Caroline um, come in and speak of that right now. Yeah, so we we partnered with this awesome organization called um, Made Safe, um, and Made Safe we're the only Lumino's the only oral care company that's certified Made Safe at this time. Um, we hope other people follow in our footsteps. <laughs> we think that they will, uh, but right now we are. Um, but Made Safe has an entire list of products that are non toxic that don't I- impact the um, marine life in a negative way. They're very very strict and um, incredibly good at doing this. And they have an entire list of all these different kinds of products that are out there in the market right now that are similar to us in microbiome safety and non-toxicity. So there are definitely brands out there that, are, that care about this the same way we do. 
Um, and we really believe that it's only going to become more and more prevalent in the future. That just seems to be the way that things are going. And I think that that really is because it's what consumers are demanding. Um, as we educate people, us and other companies educate consumers about what's good for them and what's not, people are starting to ask these questions and companies are having to change the way that they make their products. And that is the best case scenario. Um, you know, companies might not do it on their own, but if consumers demand it, they, they will. Let's talk a little bit about the science and kind of production of the products behind the scene. Um, how long, I know we already briefly talked about how he was like making these concoctions and you're like, what is this? <laughs> um, how long from that point to actually coming out with a product? How long was that? Okay. So in terms of the research that has gone behind, behind the product, there's a 15, 20 years of research in terms of ingredients. So there's one particular research study that I want to speak of was done in Manila on homeless kids where they were suffering from a particular early gum disease that is caused by AA bacteria. And the hallmark of this type of destruction is bone and gum loss during uh, around the upper four front teeth and also the back molars. And we asked the kids to rub sea salt on their gum and followed them for 10 years. And what was found out at the end of it is that the disease had stopped even though the AA bacteria was still alive. So this is the preliminary idea about use of salt and use of sea salt and that type of a thing in terms of a product. And then the idea was that if it's not the bacteria and the bacteria is still alive but the disease is not there, what is causing it? And the hypothesis was uh, the toxins of the bacteria. So there's toxins that, that are produced that destroy the enamel that cause cavities. There are toxins that are produced that, um, that are acidic that uh, destroy the gum and the bone which cause gum disease. And there are toxins that are produced that uh, cause bad breath. Um, so then it took all the way another four years of figuring out how to connect neutralization of toxins with our product line. So it's years of research behind it until we came up with the correct ingredients. And then from that point of the ingredients took another year of coming up with how to produce this product because we don't have any preservatives, any artificial flavors, any artificial coloring. Um, we don't have SLS. We don't have any alcohol. We don't have any hydrogen peroxide. We don't have any of these chemicals. And we are the only certified non-toxic oral caroline in the world, which is, again, baffling. And we believe within the next five to 10 years, we're going to get everybody to change to become certified non-toxic, be microbiome safe. We are pushing in that direction. We are going to change all care. We have the science behind it. And that's the way we have to approach this in order to create healthy mouth and healthy body. So during this time when you already know how bad this is for just overall health in your body and you're doing this research, but you don't have this product, like what were you personally doing? So the rinsing with salt, sea salt and water is what I constantly recommended. 
so using that type of a product, I would say is better than any of the mouthwashes that are out there on, on the market because it, it does the things that you actually need in terms of anti-inflammatory effect, uh, having a healthy gum and everything else. So what should I be using? Like what should my kind of oral routine be weekly? How often am I supposed to be like whitening my teeth, all of that? Okay, so the good news for you and all of your listeners is that we don't use any hydrogen peroxide. One of the, because I've been a cosmetic dentist in Beverly Hills for a long time, one of the problems I ran into is that this, the rate of staining of teeth has gone up tremendously because of the Starbucks. Actually, Starbucks started it. So people started to consume more tea and more coffee. But now, in addition to the tea and coffee and the green tea, now we've got red wine, green juice, red juice, soy sauce, barbecue sauce, and blueberries, blackberries, um, all sorts of things that are even healthy for us that we are using that are constantly staining our teeth. So I had to think of a way to be able to whiten teeth that is with non-toxic products but doesn't have the chemicals that also causes any type of enamel damage or sensitivity. So again, going back to use of coconut oil, sage oil, and lemon peel oil, you can use our whitening strips as an example every day. It doesn't matter. I've had patients that could not do any whitening on their teeth and they used it for 60 days straight without any sensitivity. So the key part of our um, company and the, the key differentiating factor is whitening without sensitivity. So that means the products are truly for daily use. I don't think people truly understand what does daily use mean because so many of the toxic ingredients are not toxic over a short period of time. It's a cumulative effect over a long period of time. As a result, we truly did not have a oral care line that was safe for daily use. And that's what we have done. As a result, what I would tell you, you should use, if you are interested in having whiter teeth, use our whitening toothpaste, use our whitening mouthwash twice a day, each one, and then use the whitening strips two or three times a week, or as often as you see staining on your teeth, you can use it and use our toothbrush to make sure that there's no damage to your gums. That would be a proper routine that I would recommend. If somebody is more concerned about sensitivity, they can use our sensitivity kit with the mouthwash, toothpaste, and toothbrush. If somebody is after healthy gum, healthy teeth, they use our clean and fresh microbiome kit with a toothbrush that has the mouthwash and toothpaste. And people that have any, they suffer from any type of dry mouth, they use our uh, dry mouth hydrohydrating kit with a mouthwash, toothpaste, and a uh, toothbrush as well. There's, yeah, there's one thing that as he was talking, he told me the other day, we, we talk all the time, obviously, and he was telling me this, this fact the other day that I don't think I've ever heard anybody say, which is how fast the like bacteria can come back to doing all the damage and stuff if you stop if you're not using the right. products regularly enough yeah. and I, I think that that was really interesting because a lot of people just brush once a day or they don't really think about it very often but that's just not enough right so in research projects one of the things you can do one of the things that is done on a routine basis when they are uh, using different products they have the participants stop using that product for one week 
and which is called a washout period. And that one week is enough to get the whole mouth to go back to its normal form. So if you are using, as an example, our, uh, our mouthwash and toothpaste, and we are making sure that we're neutralizing the toxins of the bacteria and we're enhancing your microbiome, if you stop using it for one week, all of those harmful bacteria still comes back again. So it's important to know how quickly things change again and why is it important to find the correct uh, products that you can use over a prolonged period of time that does not is not harmful, but at the same time, it is set for daily use. So it really just needs to be a lifestyle, basically. Like you can't yeah. just, yeah, you can't just be like, oh, I tried it once, it's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah basically. I, I tried it once, I like it or I don't like it. The key thing is that is is the uh, long-term use that is going to uh, create a healthy mouth and uh, and healthy teeth health, and fresh breath, whiter teeth, all of these things comes from prolonged use of the product. So if someone's listening and they want to check you guys out, where can they find you? And also maybe share like your favorite product that you guys have. Okay, first of all, we are in about uh, 4,500 stores nationwide, in particular in Walgreens, Wegman, Select Whole Foods, the best thing is to go on our website, oralessentials.com, and look at the store locator to find out the, if there's a store near them. Otherwise, they can also order our kits on our website and or they can also purchase on Amazon. So that's a way that they can find out. While they're on our website, they can also go to the studies tab and look at all of our studies um, that we have done, which is 51 clinical studies. A lot of them are published. A lot of them are independent university studies. They can also look at that. Um, my favorite product uh, is the whitening and the hydrating, uh, uh, basically because you get the benefit of having whiter teeth at the same time protecting the microbiome, reducing the sensitivity because of the dead sea salt. Um, and I have had patients that love the clean and fresh the most of any of them. So there's different things, but the whitening is my favorite product, and the whitening strips. Yeah, I mean, he already kind of stole mine. My favorite is definitely, I, I love our hydrating formula mouthwash. I'm obsessed with it. I can't sleep without it. I use it before bed. I use the whitening mouthwash in the morning, but I use the hydrating one at night. Um, and it is, it's just, there's something about it that helps me sleep so, so soundly. And I think one of the things that Dr. Madai and I have talked a lot about with dry mouth is that a lot of people who, who suffer from dry mouth have no idea that they have it. And I, I didn't know until I started working with him. Um, and I would always have to wake up in the middle of the night and drink water because I would get really thirsty in the middle of the night. And that's not normal. Like that, You're supposed to be able to sleep through the night without getting thirsty. Um, so the hydrating formula mouthwash has really helped me with that. And it, it kind of helps me sleep, which is kind of a crazy upshot of that product. That's good. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I will have all of the information linked in the show notes, guys, but thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. I want to really thank you for spreading the word in terms of what are healthy products, not just ours, but other things as well. Um, is people like you that are constantly are informing others 
of what's out there and what they should be looking out for, which also not only helps our company and others, but also helps that your listeners and the population at large. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. As always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Also, Lumino will be linked down below in the show notes. If you guys have not already subscribed to my YouTube channel, be sure to as well as joining the mailing list for the newsletter. Love you guys so much, and I will talk to you next week.